Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we've got Lynette Carolla in the studio. She's host of the hilarious and popular podcast for Crying Out Loud. She's a wife and mother of two, and her podcast covers a lot of these issues in a very light, informal way. Today, we're talking about how to keep sex alive in a long-term relationship, marriage, sex tips, and so much more, and reading some of your emails. So thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Okay, guys, you know I love sex toys, and I also like jewelry. Probably like most women you know. And I've been obsessed with my gorgeous vibrator necklace. It's the Vesper by Crave. Um, you've heard me talking about it for probably a few months now. And it's really funny because I wear it every day. Because I just actually, li- I forget sometimes it's a vibrator because I just like it right now. It's cool. Yeah, it It's like a sleek piece of jewelry. Yeah, it looks like one of those uh, pens. Like yeah. a silver pen. It, yeah. That necklace that people would wear. Yeah, it's a good layering piece. Mm-hmm. It's long. And I gave it to my girlfriend who's a stylist like to the stars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like Miss LA, goes to all the clubs every night. And every, I mean, she doesn't have the best memory ever because she texts me every week, night and goes, what's the name of it again? Every, all my 15 <laughs> girls want it. It's then before anyone even knows what it is, it's cool looking and it happens to be a vibrator. Um, and I get compliments, like I said, all the time before people know. And it comes in silver, gold, rose gold. It's slender. It looks like a pen on a long chain. And I mm-hmm. wish I could gift them to all of you. I actually want to give everyone I know I one because it's That'd so be freaking cool. And, um, but honestly, you should get some for any special woman in your life or buy it for yourself because it's that awesome. Um, and it's a perfect gift. It's like jewelry and orgasms. Can you tell me? I know you think Louis Vuitton bags, but jewelry and well, orgasms. No, YSL bags now. I'm off, I'm off Louis. Okay. I'm YSL. It's all yeah, about YSL. YSL. You're right. So um, find one woman on the planet who would turn down this necklace. You would not. It's rechargeable and a USB port, which is like one of my favorite parts of it after the orgasms. Oh, yeah. and my friend, the stylist I gave it to, she went home and masturbated with it. She's like, I had six orgasms. Like, it's strong. Uh-huh. It's a real full-on vibrator. You know, TMI, but people tell me everything. And the charge lasts forever. It's I've had mine for five months. I've charged it once for 10 minutes. So check it out. It's elegance. It's stylish. It's orgasms. Go to lovecrave.com and uh, check it. Check it. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can check out all of our podcasts, sign up for a mailing list, and do all that fun stuff. And um, we're so happy to hear you. And I just want to thank everyone for listening. You know, I'm just being very heartfelt lately, Menace, because we are coming up at our 10th year. Wow, 10 years ago. And I just how... feel like I've been just doing a lot of thinking about that and how grateful uh, I am that I have listeners and that I that people like the show and that it's mm-hmm. continued and we can make how, a living. How finally. do I put up with you for 10 years? I do I not do know. not know. I can't decide if you like me more or less. I think we're just like <laughs> brother and sister. But um, I know. I, I So I want to shout out. I got somebody on Twitter. I think his name's uh, Jer on Twitter. Okay. He says that he loves me on the show. So thank you for tweeting me and oh. saying that you love me on the show. Thank you for loving Menace And he on the called show. you M. 
Which I, that's what I keep you in my phone as M. So you do? Anybody ever wants you, uh, well, wants your phone number and they find my phone, uh, you're under M. Okay, good to know. <laughs> um, my, my friends call me M. Yeah. Oh, you've always had me as M? Like, aren't you have other M's? Yeah, just M. That's oh. it. Oh. Okay, I feel like that's a term of endearment. That's what my friends call me M. Yeah. And so you're all my buddies. So when you email me, you can be like, Dear M. People do that sometimes. It makes me feel good and so, warm and fuzzy. So um, it's great to see you. And I, I want to tell you, Menace, today's show, I'm really excited. We have a great guest. Lynette Carolla is here. And um, the husband of Adam mm-hmm. Carolla. People have heard of I don't Adam think Carolla. she's the husband. Husband, wife? I think she's the wife. She's yeah. the wife, actually. She just walked, she's beautiful. She just walked in. Okay, but I want to tell you, Menace, that I'm glad we're here because I had two near-death experiences in one week. What? What happened? Dude. Well, first, I walked on fire. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I was in Las Vegas. I mean, Las Vegas. You were probably in Las Vegas. I, I was, was in, um, of course, I was in New York. I went to a Tony Robbins seminar. Do you know Tony Robbins? Yes. Okay. I've always wanted to go because I have a lot of friends who've been very successful in business. And like the minute before they went on to make like a million dollars and be successful. And I mm-hmm. saw them change a lot by what, and I know people be like, oh, motivational. Mm-hmm. It really moved me. It was four days, 12 hours a day. But the first night you walk across hot coals. Are you serious? I swear to God. And you put it like, he puts you in this. I mean, his whole thing is about not just like positive mindset or motivation. It's about changing your state and how if we change the way, like our body has so much, our, like our emotions create our emotions and it was just all this stuff. So he, we trained like to go on fire and to walk, like you say this thing and you like stand up straight and you breathe. We did a meditation. I walked across fire. Wow. And it was really cool. Please, so, you got it on tape somewhere. I know, but it was dark. And cold oh. and snowy. It was like it was, it was seven thousand people in the conference. Wow! But I was like the first ten rows, so it was it was pretty no cool. Way. Yeah, I walked, walked on fire. Walked on fire. That's amazing. I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I know. I was telling Drew. He's like, Doctor Drew. He's like, you did what? That's crazy. Because he's like loves doubt yeah, everything yeah. that I do. I'm like, no. It was it was it was life changing, life altering. Because before you walked on the fire, mm-hmm. you had to give up give up something. Like you had to uh-huh. find something that you want to work on. It was like really deep, intensive, like emotional yeah. pro- self help stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it's like you know, what do you want to give up in your life? What do you want to change? What's something you've been struggling with? And you picked up you picked something easy like uh, not getting married or something like that, right? No. Ironically, Menace, thank you for saying that, is that I, it's funny because it was one of these things where I usually hate this, like turn to the person next to you and tell them what you're saying. I'm like, mm-hmm. like I don't want yeah. to know you. But this woman next to me was like a life coach too. Not too, I'm not a life coach, but mm-hmm. she was like self-help and she totally mm-hmm. got my jam and she was like, and I said something like, I can't, I don't remember what it was. I'm like, well, I kind of feel like I can't really commit and I've got I don't remember what it wasn't strong enough she goes and then she kept pushing me she goes I don't believe you I don't believe it's your thing and then all of a sudden I thought you know I have a really hard time being vulnerable and I need I mean mm-hmm. didn't we all know this but I was like I'm because we were going to release something when you walked across the fire so I released the fact that I'm never vulnerable and I'm going to learn to be more vulnerable so I might start crying uh, on the show today no, I'm kidding. Hopefully but not. Not in the show. I'm okay. not. I'm not feeling it right now. But okay. but I'm saying that's and it just it just inspired me. Well, I made you cry. So before the show started, yeah, right. I'm going to get a little insight. Before the show started, <laughs> Emily said, "Oh, I, I listened to podcasts that we did in 2011, and we were much more funnier then." But I. <laughs> 
And I think they were more funnier then because I would make fun of you, but then you would cry and say that I was Dude, mean. I never cried. It was only when we had guests or we were shooting our Bravo show. And Menace was like, Bravo's here. I'm going to really trash you. And it was like things you never said to me. And it was rude. And I never cried. Oh, no, you always called me out on that, saying that I played Dude, it up whenever for the cameras. There was, you you was did play it for the crap. cameras, which worked because they loved you and put you in every friggin' episode because yeah. he trashed me. So they're like, oh, it's reality TV. Well, we that's need what some they drama. want. But I, I did that on and off camera. I'm not saying we funnier and better. Actually, you heard the I said it was interesting because. Okay, we've got 2,500 podcasts, and that's a lot. And there's a lot of them that aren't on iTunes. You can go now. There's 200 and something, but they give you a limit, as they should. Mm -hmm. And so people can download them. But I thought, God, some of these are really – we used to do five days a week, an hour a day. And yeah. 2011, they were pretty awesome. And I was just laughing, and it wasn't so much that they were funnier. Mm -hmm. I didn't say that. I just said it was – we were both at different times in our life. And it was uh -huh. – I was single. You were – I mean, I'm always single. But you were single. Yeah. <laughs> we were, like, doing more social things. And I don't yeah. know. I but, do, but anyway, check out those throwbacks because I'm releasing them now. And they're funny. They're like, I don't know. They're interesting. I don't think we're more adult. I guess. Kind I of. Know. I mean, I don't feel like I'm adult. Yeah, but me I... neither. <laughs> but we have it a guest. So we do have a guest. Lynette? Lynette Carolla is here. We already talked about you. Can I just say thank you? Yeah. Hi, Emily. Hi. Hi. So nice to see you. Uh, you too. I'm so happy to be here. Can I just say, Menace, you are cannot be further from a menace. <laughs> oh. I, I, well, I she's listen to the show. She loves No, but I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Okay. I listen to the show all the time. Should I put the headphones on? Sure. Yeah, if you want. Um, and I just, I couldn't, I didn't, podcast one, I've never been here. It's amazing. Right. Okay. Wow, these things are squeezing. I know, you can do Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah, can get the other ones if you want. No, these are fine. I, I just didn't, I just didn't, I didn't know what to expect. And I, Menace does not. Well, how did you picture him? <laughs> I, I thought, I pictured him that age. You're, uh, you, you seem young. You look young. Yeah. Yeah. You're, not, you're not as young as he used to be. I know, yeah, I'm just right? kidding, yeah. No, he's but kidding. more like. Not what, skinny. Like tattoos or something. Oh. Oh, menacing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. the name. Right. Yeah. No, but, that's Menace. Mm, He's like yeah, kind of a geek. How did you two meet, by the way? Uh, we oh, we met, were just talking. This is funny. Actually, okay, do you want me to explain it? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Actually, I don't know you. if you know this, but there's this guy named Adam Carolla, right? So we worked for this company called CBS, and they launched a bunch of radio stations <laughs> called Free FM, and there are talk oh, yeah. stations. Right. And, in 2006. Uh, in 2006. Mm. And I, I was working on the station. And uh, Emily was doing a podcast that was very popular on iTunes. And the bosses there were like, we should put this girl on air, even though she has zero broadcast experience. Never been in a radio station in my life. So but you were podcasting. I know. She I was, was podcasting. Same in 2006. thing. Right. Yeah, um, no, 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 no. Well, there's a, no, there's, there's FCC different. regulations. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Like okay. you can't say masturbation yeah, every five right. minutes. That's you true. can't that's say cock. You know, right. Yeah, that's like true. jerking off and all that right, kind of stuff. Right, right, right. And so they're like, hey, you know, can you look after... You know, this woman he that wants the to board do, him, yeah, yeah, the word the board and make sure, you know, she doesn't get the license taken away. <laughs> and then, uh, which I would have a heart attack every five seconds and have to dump her out when she, she would say, I can't say blowjob on the air. <laughs> I would say it on uh, the air. She would say it on the, on the air. Why are you dumping me? I can't say blowjob. So she would say it I twice. I would Aye. like literally. Aye. Luckily, makes your we, life miserable. Yeah. That was just the first month or two. First, anyway, so that's how we met like that It was really yeah, yeah. cool because that's I started sweet. the podcast. I know, 2006, and he was like a young, young lad. He <laughs> was like sleeping at the station because he was like living wow. in his car. That was right after you were living in your car. Yeah. And Menace well, is like I, uber successful now. I'm, I'm amazing to see <laughs> how much he's grown. No, I was doing a morning show before that, and I. So Which, I thought it would last forever. What morning show? Just it, it was called the Doghouse Morning Show in San Francisco. Uh, okay. Oh, but Adam was on uh, Free FM. Free FM. The morning show every day. Yeah, yeah. And he was oh. syndicated in every city. Right. I yeah. was just in San Francisco Saturday nights, 11 
to two. So oh, okay. So what happened was I thought you know. I was a young kid. I thought morning shows last forever, which they don't. And I got fired, and then I didn't save any of my money, and I got that job at CBS where I was working part time, making no money. So right. I'd be, I would like sleep at the. I'm just saying because I'm impressed by how he's the hardest worker I know. Anyway, that's how we met. Okay. And so, and we now didn't talk the, the fr- we didn't talk the first few years because we just did the radio, and then we became friends, and then it's been eight years that you I know. Two have been together. You, you guys are very, yeah. you make a very nice couple. Oh, thank you. I don't oh, know yeah. who this Adam guy you guys keep referring to. <laughs> you guys. Now, I love. I yeah. was, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you've and I've been on your show for crying out loud. We talked yeah. about your podcast, which yeah. people can find at adamcarolla.com. Is that what you send them? Yeah, iTunes? you just go to adamcarolla.com and you look at the other shows, and it's up there. For crying, just click on for crying out loud. Okay, yeah. got it. Cool. Yeah. So, what's so, it all about? Um, everything. Well, it's I. My co-host is Stephanie Wilder Taylor. She's she was sort of the like the first mommy blogger that was like drinking and getting <laughs> drunk at like nap time. And mm-hmm. one of her first book was uh, uh, best-selling book was uh, um, Sippy Cups are not for Chardonnay. And she's just a funny, you know, author writes books. She has a new book coming out, um, Gummy Bear or something. She's gonna kill me. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but she's great, and we got together. And Adam, you know, was doing his shows, and we were just sort of building a network. And so uh, we talk about, you know, most of the time. I mean, not most of the time, but we try to keep it like family. What family? Except for family when I came issues. on. <laughs> Except for when, when, yeah. that. That's part of it, though. We talk about relationships uh-huh. and marriages and. You know, we talk about everything, you know, kids and, and other people's marriages and relationships. But you're so, really open, too, and it's very, very yeah. like, relaxed and gives, you know, good advice and yeah. talk about your, share your experiences where I think we all learn from each other. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so it's a good time. Yeah. And so I was on her show, actually. Oh, that's on that cool. show. And we had fun. Yeah, so and you filtered, you made it filthy. I did make it filthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. our we show can cheese spots. Yeah, yeah. We 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 go. You know, we go filthy sometimes. But yeah, no. I wanted Emily on our show because she's done. She's with Loveline. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. with Drew and. And uh, I just thought she was. You know, he moved out here from San Francisco, and it's just like just. She's just a you know interesting person. I just yeah. like talking about. I know. Well, I also like talking about sex too. I know. Good. Kind of well, that's why you're here. Well, listen, for a I mean, twenty years with the same person. I know. Okay. Can we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we can talk. About <laughs> Should we just get so into you, it? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty years. Twenty years. Um, that's about about twenty years coming on in December. Okay. And, um, well, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, with Adam, well, we broke up. I mean, for about a, almost a year. And okay. My heart was broken before you got married. Before, or- well, we got engaged, and um, <laughs> we got engaged, and it was because I wanted to get engaged. And he, it was right when he started doing man. It was right when he, at the height of the man show, um. and he never experienced. And I met him before. I met him right before, uh, right three months into Loveline is when I met him. Oh, okay. So he's still living in an apartment, still living, <laughs> yeah. driving his crappy car, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And we were together then. And then, as he got, as we went on, he got successful, and he wanted to see what life was like, like as a single guy. And I was like, let's get married. Let's get married. It's been, you know, four years now. And even Jimmy Kimmel, his best friend, who was married at the time and had two small children was, you know, he's a big family guy, Jimmy right. Kimmel. So Jimmy was telling him, like, what's going on when you get married? And then Drew, his other partner, is like, <laughs> yeah. what's going so, like- so he's in between two family guys, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm, beca- I'm like, best friends with Mrs. Kimmel and right. Mrs. Drew and, you know. Um, You're and, like family. Yeah, You're like, so it's like, like let's get married. In. And even Jimmy's wife 
found the the wedding ring that I still wear to this day. Actually, I'm not wearing it right now. It broke. But um, <laughs> I got it out of a gumball machine, but that was yeah, before you made money. Yeah. That's before you made money. <laughs> and anyway, so uh, they kind of, he got pushed into it. And so we got engaged, but he wasn't ready. And then I came home from work one night. <sighs> we lived together in the same house. And I was, I remember Van Halen was playing on, on the KLOS. I just remember. And I, I walked in and he opened the, I was fumbling with the lock and he opened the door for me and he just started crying and I was like what's the matter and he said you know I can't I can't I can't I can't get married he just went on a trip with Drew uh, and he was talking to Drew about it and Drew said you have to let her go you can't mm-hmm. because you know right. juggies are throwing themselves at him yeah, you know the at the thing. time they get and, a big question and how old was he at the time he was like 30 Six or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it's a huge television show. It was yeah. big at the time. Yeah. And listen, he was a you know a contractor. He he didn't get famous until he was thirty one, and mm-hmm. you know he didn't experience anything right. a, yeah. as a single guy. So he was because he was just. So he wasn't getting laid. He wasn't getting right. I mean, he he was getting laid by me, but right. you no, know. before you, he hadn't before really been me, a, right. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't a ladies' it's man. It's like you get on TV, it's like right, pussy, right. like yeah. every yeah. Right. But he was not a ladies' man. He always had just one girlfriend at a time, kind of thing. So Drew uh, said, "You got to let her go, dude. You can't. You're gonna. She's too. You know. You don't do this to her." And he came home from that trip with Drew, and and he started crying, and he said, "I got to And I started. I was like oh on the God. floor, oh, like man. oh, I feel like I'm gonna throw up. That kind of like just oh, coming out of death. your skin, yeah. yeah just yeah. couldn't. I remember I went over to to Jimmy's house. I couldn't sleep in the house that night, and I went <sighs> over to Jimmy's house, and Gina was hugging, and I was I was crying, and I'll never forget. Jimmy walked in, and he was like. I'm sorry. He didn't know what to say. And he goes, oh, he's just a sweetheart. He goes, I'm sorry. And then he goes, and then two days later, I was still on the couch crying, upset. Like, mm-hmm. it just, I was a mess for a long time. And I stayed at Gina and Jimmy's house for a while on their couch and uh, with Cousin Sal. And, <laughs> and uh, Jimmy came in one night and he goes, ah, you're still with the crying. And he's like, listen, Lynette, he's not that great. And he's like, I'll never forget magic words. He's not that great. That is like, so funny. All of a sudden, I snapped out. You're like, you're right. You know what? You're right. And then uh, still, And then how long, what happened? Did you start dating? It was dating? about nine months. <gasps> I, had, I, get, I got my own place. I moved in. I never lived by myself. I always had a roommate. So um, it was a whole new thing. Gina Kimmel helped me throughout the whole thing. She was, uh-huh. God bless her. And... Uh, I started loving being in my own place. Right. You're like, I was coming so home. Bad. I was working at ABC Network. I was coming home after work. My friends, my girlfriends were coming over. We were doing bong loads watching Survivor. <laughs> it was sounds great. Like, it sounds it like was, me. No. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. That's so fun. So but, then what, did he circle back? Or did yeah, you not I'll, talk for those nine months? No. He always had his, he always, he kept Stayed in connected. touch uh-huh. a little. Like, he would call and say, do you need one of my guys to come over and install the shelves in your room or whatever? He that was always kept... Way. Yeah, and then around nine months to a year, he started to come back around, and he'd say, "I on a Friday night, he would say, do you want, you, I'll come pick up food and come over and we'll watch Boy Meets World together, because that's what we mm-hmm. used to do. Right. And then I'm like, all right, dude, what, what's going, are we going right. to, do you want to get married? And he said, yeah, eventually I do. And then we never talked about marriage again after that for a long time. And then, like three or four years later, wow. when the man show ended, he said, "You know what? I think it's time we start planning." Well, I said, "Hey, what's what's going on? With all right, you know, man shows right. ending, whole new world." And he said, "Yeah, all right, let's start planning wedding." And he was—it was the best thing that 
ever happened to it. Because he kind of came to it on right. his own. And right. It wasn't he like- came to it on his own. Nobody pushed him into it. He went and experienced life as a single guy. He dated a model. I know he <laughs> yeah, did it. Yeah, he, he dated a model and uh, he experienced it, but he always kept in touch with me. And then, at the, you know, he did what he had to do, which was the best thing. But if you told a brokenhearted Lynette back in 1999 right. that I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, I was coming out of my skin crying. I'm, my boss would have Comedy Central on in his office. So mm. I'd go in my, his office to cry and, and it would be like, man show, Monday oh, night. Oh, Commercial, like, oh. oh man. Anyway, so that's. But uh, that's a But you went on and had. Did you date too? I'm assuming. Yes, and I hated everybody I did. Uh, I wasn't into I it. I know because you just loved him. It's well, here just... I am, 20 years later. Okay, now, now I'm thinking, wow, what? What I should have. <laughs> was I so excited? Well, I was. I, I show you. Yeah, Let me tell you that. No, um, I should have taken advantage. I mean, I, you know, I dated a couple. I didn't really you like. Didn't like n- right. No, your heart was. My heart was still broken. Right, but. um but but listen, here's the thing. The good news is is that we we love each other, and we're still. I think the biggest thing, and I think we talked about this maybe when you were on my show. But the biggest thing um, I think is important is that we're attracted to each other. That mm-hmm. is huge. That brings everything because even if you're mad at the person and you're like it's been you know just in this funk or whatever there'll be a time where he walks by or she walks by and they're like oh it's, <laughs> let's get it on and then you get it on and you start to feel you start to feel connected again exactly that's that's what that is really important because really- i always tell couples if you don't people are like oh we can't you know it's very common for couples to be like we're not attracted to each other anymore you know we can't really we're not having sex and i'm like well did you have it at the beginning and there's a lot of couples who say, no, we never did. I'm like, well, then uh, there's nothing to get back. But yeah, if you have it and you yeah, maintain it yeah. and you prioritize it, right, you're good. Right, you got the attraction because right. you need the attraction. Need it. And the- he's my type. He was always my type. And What is that like type? like Just tall, first of all. Um, extremely intelligent, f- you know, funny. All the girls say that. Right. But, um, we all say but tall, just, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I but but um, just, I like that Jew. I thought he was Jewish. Okay, I'm full-blooded <laughs> Italian. I thought he was Jewish. His name was Adam. He had a Jew fro. I thought he was Jewish <laughs> for like a week. And he was like, no, I'm not Jew. I'm, I'm a little bit Italian. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I was let down. But, um, but yeah, so that's the thing. You got to be, you have to be attracted. So we had, we were attracted to each other then. You know, still tra- attracted That's to each other. That's mm-hmm. good, but it's but keeping it like. Do you guys make efforts to you know keep yeah. it? Yeah, he. I mean, we do, and he he knows that obviously by working next to Drew for you know twelve <laughs> years on Loveline. He right. knows what you have to do. You know, so he'll say, well, you know, if it's been a while, he'll say, you want to go on date night? You know, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Let's go like make reservations for Morton's Steakhouse or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important, and you have two kids. It's yeah. Way. yeah, and I never turned down a blowjob ever. Really? I've always that was like my thing. I Good. can't believe I'm saying this. I'm no, like, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> He's gonna kill me. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, never, never. turned it down. Meaning he offers you his penis and you never say no thanks. No, well, yeah. If he, <laughs> <laughs> right. No thanks. I'll have no the thanks, steak. I'll have the steak. Yeah. yeah, I've always. I don't know. It no, that's good. I feel the same way. I feel. I mean, I haven't been in a long term. Well, Ever. two and a half years. She's never even lived with a guy. I never wanted to. No, I, I kind of, I'm envious. Listen, you know, you talk, I'm envious of that. <laughs> I know, you know, I know. It's like I go back and forth, but but it's true. I, I feel like they, we used to joke years ago about how you get married and there goes your last blowjob. You know, everyone jokes no. about it. And I think, 
You What's have to. What's the big to. deal? You mm-hmm. give him a freaking blowjob. You have oh. the sex. It's like, I always say it's like going to the, yeah, I've said this so much lately, but I'm like, it's like going to the gym. Like it's sometimes it's harder or even the sex thing. Blowjobs, I, I agree. You should just do it. And guys should also go down on their partners. Yeah, but definitely. You should just, I mean, how long? 10 minutes? 15? I know. It's like, and it's so much better rather than the rejection of it. The rejection. Well, oh, and it's it bad. Yes, it's bad. It's not good for a guy. You can't. I don't know. I just feel like you can't reject. Exactly. I totally agree. Because well, I was... Go ahead, because I have to find yeah. another analogy. It's, it's not about uh, blowjobs, but being together for Because he hasn't had years, one in a long time. <laughs> oh, please. So uh, I have an example from, like, last night, and I wanted to ask you, since you've, you've uh, been married 20 years, and how do you deal with maybe things that your partner does that irritates you? Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> my, so my So my girlfriend is never on time. Ever. Mm. All right. So Mm -hmm. I said we were going to this like really exclusive like Foo Fire show last night. Oh, wow. And uh, and I was like, yeah, we have to be there at 530. Right. And it's like seven minutes from our house. She goes, okay, okay. I was like, we have to be there at 530. And of course, this is a huge issue in relationship. Yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. Of course, takes her sweet time. And then we get to the venue, and I seriously, by 30 seconds, um, somebody was supposed to corral us to go backstage to go hang out with the band. We missed that window. And then she goes, we we missed the band. I'm like... Because you're doing your hair or whatever. Goddamn late because of you, you know? Late is a... And that's, like, that's like always, like, my number one See, this is fixable, though. You know? Yeah, that's... If that's your number one pet peeve... Yeah. Well, you have to work on it. Well, how do you deal with, like, that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was the late one all the time, too, with Uh with him. And Mm. I think it was date number four where I pulled up late. And he's like, hey, listen... You got to be on time. That's enough. Like, you got to be on time. If I say be here. Mm-hmm. And with him, you know, with Loveline and radio. So it's so regimented. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, you know, you got to be here on time. And he's like, you know what? You're. He's right. You. I have it's, to. It, it, it is. Yeah. So... I made it a point. He's right. I have to be on time. So right. you, I don't know, Menace. Yeah. No, no, down. Menace. I, I gotta tell you something. This is something that I, I, I just studied with. The, my, I was saying earlier that I went on. A, I went to see Tony Robbins last week. I was in New York for four oh, days. Oh wow! Yeah, it was it was inspirational, cool. And I walked on fire, and I decided I was gonna be vulnerable and all this stuff. That's but, nice. But the second thing, and I, oh, I said I almost died twice. I had influ- I had a really bad flu, but that okay. was the, I didn't because I, didn't, I want to wrap up that story at the beginning. But the point is. He um, talked about this stuff about, like, limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. And, like, what are the beliefs that you tell yourself? Like, it could be, like, I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm never on time. I can't be on time. And how do you change those belief patterns? So I was talking to a friend of mine who she's like, I've got – she goes, I'm always late. I'm always, like, I don't know what to do about it. And she actually read a book. There's a book. I'll get the name for you. And it's about mm-hmm. being late. And she said – we were talking about it. And she said, there's a moment in the book – this thing that stuck with her in the book that says – you decide that you're going to be late. Like, you know that moment that you're mm-hmm. going to be late. And mm-hmm. she said, and she's learned, like, she was, she's chronically, like, hour late. Like, it's a problem. Like, it's, she went to a support group, like a 12-step. What? Like, no, I'm serious. This is a good yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I realized, finally, and then I brought it up to her again. And she was like, last week, she goes, oh, my God. I fe-. She goes, I was about to go to my therapist. I was leaving the house. And then I realized, she goes, after we talked, she goes, I sat down. And I was going to start, she's like, well, oh, this would be a good time to start crocheting my scarf. And then she's like, wait. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go. And she's like, and I was on time. And it's like, you, you, you're, it's you a decision. You make a decision. Yeah. It's a decision you have to make. Yeah. You have yeah. to decide. And, and, and still to this day, sometimes where we're getting the kids ready and we got to get in the car and we're going over to somebody's house for dinner that we're invited to or whatever. And Adam's like, wheels up six o'clock, you know, get the kid. Mm-hmm. I have to get the, now I have to get uh, the kids right. ready and stuff like that. But 
I can't blame it on the kids. It's it's me, you know, because he'll if it, he'll I say I'll say well the kids blah blah blah. He'll say listen, you were wait you know before the kids you had this problem so you you need to work but I worked on it and so now with kids. Even, you know, a couple... How did you work on it, though? Even before the kid sounds like you changed, so... Well, I had to make a decision because I don't want him to get mad at me. (laughs) I was like, all right, you know, and he's right. So you make the decision, and it it feels good, you know? It It does feel good. It 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 does, and then it gets into your DNA. You start, like, it gets into the grooves in your brain. And, And my brother had the same issue with his wife when they first started dating, you know, like 20 years ago, and it was the same thing people underestimate how much time things are going to take mm-hmm. too. So he's like, you take an hour to get ready. He would tell her like, she's one of these, it takes a lot. He's like, so just make sure you get in the shower. And she did it. Like she changed. Mm-hmm. Not late. So yeah. yeah. I gotta put you, my foot down. you got to put your foot down. You got to be like, yeah. listen, <laughs> this is really not like in a joking way, but just like, this is something that really bothers me. And um, this is something that's becoming an issue. And if we got it, think, tell me what, you know, what it, some solutions I have is maybe just realizing it could take you an hour and, you know, whatever it is, and then see what she says. Yeah. But I want to, I want to dig in deeper though with oh, somebody that's been married for twenty years. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> like, married like yeah, eleven, yeah. but together, yeah, yeah, 12, yeah, been yeah. Okay. together for yeah, twenty yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, how do you deal with? pet beefs with him do you just um, like straight up tell him like what? there's times where i tell uh, you know hey by now it's we've gotten past all that it, it's sort mm-hmm. of weird how relationships are because there was a time where i would sulk and not say anything and hold it in mm-hmm. and then i would blow up and he didn't know you know or he would sulk and i would say what's wrong i would know <laughs> see i pick up when on he's sulking he doesn't pick up one on yes. yeah. so, right he can't he's read got the, a little yeah. bit of you know asperger <laughs> well no guys that's what you said on howard stern right yeah did he say that he says someone at asperger's i don't know yeah. if it was adam. adam i think it might have been adam yeah i, I, I think did you hear the whole yeah howard stern no thing? okay yeah um, I didn't have. I didn't. Drew was on Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. He was hosting the wrap-up show, and it was like I guess it was the most popular wrap-up show they've had. Mm-hmm. And he analyzed every single person oh, on Howard Stern, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, he heard yeah. about Adam. And I thought he said Asperger. I'm sure he did. I know, he has like, said it before. Bean from Kevin and Bean, they has, say that it has it. Yeah, they don't yeah. pick up on emotional cues. Yeah, yeah. Which is, can people. be hard as a it's woman. It's very when we have hard. a lot of emotional mm-hmm. cues. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, very yeah. hard. And then but, when you start seeing it with the kids and stuff, he doesn't pick up on. I think it's a man thing though too. Like, well, with women, we don't pick up the signs at all. We never, we've talked yeah. about this a million times, how we don't even know if a girl even likes us or not. You I know. know. It's right. We don't know it's if they're Men got to, you know, they got to. Yeah. But for men, it's pet peeves. Just, you got to, don't hold it in. You got to get it out. And then mm-hmm. after a while, they start knowing each other. You start knowing mm-hmm. what to do. Like, I know this is happening. He doesn't like it. I got to fix it. Right. And then he vice versa, you know, he'll come and kiss me good night. I don't know. Right. Be a little more loving. Whatever it is. If you're like, yeah, I want to kiss good night. Right. Like, Whatever. listen. Yeah. And you yeah. start making, and I think that men is maybe it'd be good for you to start communicating these things like in a direct way with her. I do too. Like when I, but you say, probably make it I seem see... like whatever. You probably make her feel bad about it more than you do say, hey, listen, this is really something that's oh, bothering me. Oh, because you know what I do. Dude. I'm just I know you better than anyone. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, uh, when I notice that she's upset, I, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I tried to uh, ignore def- it, fix it. No, defuse <laughs> it, defuse it right away. Like I can tell that she's mad, and then I'll just start. You're like, why is that bad? What do you do? No, no. I'll say like, oh look, there's Dave Grohl. Yeah. I'll just, <laughs> on, I'll just keep on looking at her while I know she's like really upset, and I'll say, why are you laughing so much? Why are you laughing? And right. then like 
Seriously, within a minute, she'll. Yeah, but honey, that just means that you made her laugh, but doesn't mean that you talked about the issue. Yeah, but then we talk. We talk it. Yeah, yeah. Then we talk it out. Okay, we got some work to do on you, but first, um, we have a a few things here. Jeez. What? From our sponsors. Okay. Here. Fine. Ooh, I love Let's the sponsors. <laughs> well, you're gonna okay, Lynette. Yes, yes, yes. Tell me. This Emily, is for the me. candles. Mm. The um Emily and Tony candles. I gave you a candle. What did you think about it? Super sexy, super lovely. I mean, unbelievable. Like, you're, you're, but the oil afterwards, how you can massage it, it's and it doesn't get it's not hot and messy or any of that. It's so Luxurious! It's amazing. I don't know how. What? What did you do? Go into a? What? Are you scientists? France? No. How'd you? What did you do? We hired I mean, scientists. It's wow! <laughs> it's unbelievable. They're beautiful. I mean, they look. They look so classy. Yeah. And they smell so good. And I want more. You gave. You gave me a gift bag. No, I. I'll I buy brought. Them. No, I brought you such but a gift bag today. Like you're gonna flip. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you liked them. I brought Love you some them. more. And Thank they you. are Emily and Tony. They are coconut oil and soybean oil. They're all vegan except for the beeswax part. And they do make other massage candles, but they were always messy and they weren't yeah. as moisturizing. But this is like my skin. Right. I put it on at night. It's amazing and moisturizing. And it's just a regular, beautiful candle, like you said. But then it turns into luxurious oil. It and is. you can use it as a massage and it's spiced up. When you told me you used it, I had to bring you some. Thank you. And um, yeah, you pour it out. You give your heart a massage. Menis probably hasn't used it because he doesn't uh, touch us. Uh, Man, do, he doesn't give massages, does he? See, she beats me up and she says I'm the mean one. You don't even need to do like a whole massage. <laughs> no, you just pour just, a little bit. I massage myself onto yeah. his arm and massage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her hands when they get Whatever. feet, and you start, and then that gets things heated yeah. up, stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it does smell really good. Really good. I love it. Really good. You let me know when you need more. Adam uh, loved it. So go to good. I got more. EmilyandTony.com. And anytime when you go there, you can use sex with Emily, code sex with Emily for 20% off your first order. However, from now until March 29th, 2015, you get a free down under comfort when you purchase any full size candle with the code offline. It's the perfect wow. pairing because you tried the down under too. I love that. I That's in my that. gym bag. I put it underneath my boobies. I brought you some more of that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, good because I do need that. I know. I got mm-hmm. it. And then um, guys should always okay, we're back. Like use yeah. That. With this, so what were we talking about? So, so medicine needs to work on communication. I'd like you to come back next week having resolved one issue with her. Okay. Yeah. That's mean, your assignment. I'm my my thing is the the late thing too because my dad was always late too, oh. which annoyed no, me. No, people, this is like very common. Uh, I mean, this is something you can work on though. Do you want me to find out the name of the late book? Would she read it? Yes, I would like please. it because I could use it. I know. I need. Yeah, I'm I mean, late too, uh, a little bit. Not yeah. too bad. But I mean, I got late here today, but <laughs> <laughs> but it had nothing to do with her lateness. Yeah. This no, is, this I know. is really late. Like your, your husband and I are in similar industries, but I mean, like he's like on a way way higher <laughs> level. But it's like. Yeah, you have to be there on time right. at this time. You can't. Yeah. Like the radio yeah, yeah. goes on. Like, right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. That's all. Um, and then another thing I want to say real quick that I that I skipped over at the beginning was that you can vote for us until April 23rd for the podcast awards. That's right. Congratulations. You're, no- Thank you. you're nominated. I know. In the mature category, you go to podcastawards.com and you can vote every day. And you're hosting. I'm hosting with Dennis Miller. That's amazing. I know. I've got no information. Like, are we just going to show up and get on stage together? Like, there's nothing. Dennis is great. He's a pro. Yeah. Yeah, but am I a pro? (laughs) You're you're a pro, too. You guys are going to be great together. And then we're doing, well, we're doing a live show. We are. Lynette and I are going on the road. Yeah. To Hollywood Boulevard. No way. May 12th. We just booked it. May 12th. We're doing a live. Well, she's doing For Crying Out Loud, her podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be a guest on it. I'm so honored. It's May 12th, Tuesday 
Tin Horn Flats, Hollywood. Yes, in the middle of every, in the middle of the heart. Yeah, like yeah. in the heart of Hollywood. It's on Highland, and I'll be giving more information right. in, recent, in coming weeks because yeah. they got till May twelfth. But yeah, cool. you gotta come. Yeah, it'll be a good time. I live down the street, so yeah. Oh, good. I never see you. That's cool. You'll come for that. Um, okay, but I, I wanted to. I had some stuff that I wanted to talk to. There's there's a study that came out. Mm-hmm. Ten science proven facts about married sex. Mm, and I thought, and since you're in a long term, I thought we could um, talk about some of these. Okay. All right. Okay. And this is actually, a lot of these studies are kind of BS, but this is Kinsey from the, the Indiana University, which they do all the top sex studies from there. So I actually mm. give it a little bit of credibility, more credibility than most. Mm-hmm. So number one is um, the grass is not greener on the single side. Mm-hmm. So how many times on TV or in movies have we seen a married guy shamed by the bachelor buddy for settling down when he could be playing the field? Yeah. Talked about. The, the fact right. is that married people have more sex than single folks, they say. In the research, they confirmed this, finding that 61% of singles reported that they haven't had sex within the past year, compared with 18% of married people. Well, it depends on who the single person I know. is, right? You might have caught him in like an off month yeah, or something. I mean, I don't think that's the case for you, Emily, right? No, I mean, no. yeah, I, mean, I, I call it up. Yeah, but yeah, I can. Not but, be, it's gonna come off sexist, but a woman can <laughs> get for warning. A woman can get laid anytime that they want. Mm. They can walk outside if they well, really wanted to. If they really, if wanted they really to. wanted to, yeah. But a a guy can't do that. Yeah, you well, can. Have, no way. Uh, no just gotta have more confidence. You gotta be nicer to women when you meet them. No. If you wanted to, if you wanted to, just like a girl, right? But you would have to really work at it to make it happen. Like a, a woman, <laughs> honestly, just steps outside and says, "Hi, I'm here. I would like to have sex." Yeah. And you'll have. Yeah, that's true. But guys, have can, people you know, with Tinder and everything, speeding it all up, you can get my friend. You know. Oh my god, I cannot. I'm meeting my girlfriend. She's a single mom. She's okay. She's a mm-hmm. single divorced mom, full time, works full time. She can't meet. She can't meet anybody, so hard, and right. it's so hard. And but she'll put in, you know, that she's all the criteria yeah, yeah. she is looking for, and it's still, it's like she'll say, "Look, Lynette, this is what I have to choose from." And right. you could tell by the pictures that they're the not doofus. They're like, yeah. "Hey, right beautiful, yeah, not uh. gonna work." But I just m- met this woman that showed me her Tinder profile, and it's like sexy pictures of her. She's yeah. a nurse. She's because she's, uh-huh. she's a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. She doesn't look like that when I see her but these pictures are artsy sexy and I'm thinking now my girlfriend who's yeah. single I'm like look you gotta get your she's I'm she's gonna go get to pick, no you yeah. should there's like a certain like, I'm, I'm dying to be on tinder I would love <laughs> I would love to be on tinder someone just did oh my Catherine was saying that he, he did a fake profile he did yeah I would do it for it and talk about your show be funny be fun I think it's fun yeah you know I mean I did it I just can't log in now because of something happened with my whatever but I was doing it for a while I had a fake I had a blind Tinder date on my show a few months right. ago, but that, right. you, I don't know if you're yeah. the last time yeah. I. What about I Hinge? It. Have you heard about Hinge? Yes, Hinge is supposed to be great because Hinge is a dating app that connects you just through Facebook friends only. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And then Coffee Meets Bagel, which we've been talking about for a while, but it's mm. it's now I feel like more and more people are using that as well. Where What's that? Like, wow. What's it's that? like it started in San Francisco a few years ago. I talked to the founder, and you're supposed to make a. Um, Emily's so connected. I yeah, know. Like, she she's is. like in that like Silicon Valley. Area. Oh It's yeah. funny. She's no, like she's they always joke that with way, venture capitalists. Seriously, yeah. my friends always joke in the office. Or my my <laughs> so my, my team her. always jokes. They're like, "How do you know?" I'm like, "Well, the founder, because because it's San Francisco. Like yeah. no one was in entertainment. No, I no yeah, one gave no. shit. What we mm-hmm. like, they're yeah. like, what radio? Tell we were on the Bravo show. No one has TV. Yeah, no one cares. Right, unless you're at like a dot com. They're like, I'm so 
sorry you're on TV. I don't have a TV. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> oh, cool. Why do you move here? And it's like, what? You did what? Um, but yeah, I mean, Coffee Meets Bagel, I think it's like they set you up with pretty good. My friends, it's a little higher caliber. I had a conversation with my friend in San Francisco today because she's been mm. on everything. And she just said it's, I think you set up for a lunch or something, or maybe it's a group. I'm going to butcher this, mm-hmm. but it's it's, an, it's a site that's been around for a few years, but apparently hmm. it's, since two people have told me about it in two days, I feel like it's taking huh. off again. Now okay. there's this other one uh, that's out of San Francisco where the guy has to make like a quarter of a million dollars to even that's be That's just living it. in San Francisco, <laughs> yeah. right? Wow. Well, you have to, in San Francisco now, you have to make $142,000 to buy a house. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did he even it's think insane. about buying a house? And then <laughs> San Francisco is yeah. I, yeah. It's beautiful though. That's yeah. Adam and I love to go there. Yeah. Sometimes if we have a romantic getaway, that's a great that's place a to quick, go. Go to yeah. Sonoma, oh, Napa. Yeah. That's where I met the whole time. Oh yeah. Met your uh, your husband for the first time at the. Starlight Lounge. I was there too. Yeah. That's where I met him. It, he was because it was CBS, or it was oh, CFM, C- yeah. and they were bringing in Adam. Oh, he was the yeah. big. He was the big name. It was yeah. So funny. It was, he, they set him up like it was like a like a prom photo. He shoot. didn't say hi to me. I, I was too I'm sure he looked thing. down and didn't say hi to anybody. <laughs> yeah. He just like and, walked him in, then stood him in front of this uh, background oh, <laughs> that looked like a bad like I, I 80s background, that. and like made everyone line up and take a photo. Uh, with see, but he was very nice. When Adam was very shy in front. Honestly, in front of. People, he mm-hmm. not shy, but he it's un, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. No, I get it. If I you want to like know, you got to meet, like sit and talk, like yeah. how we are, like in a room. Totally, uh, yeah. we'll have him on. Yeah. We'll talk about you know what yeah. you said, everything about your sex life. Yeah. Okay, we'll so play, we'll play him clips. It says, um, okay, the next one is on average married couples while having sex, how frequency ever frequently? People always want to know this question, like what are the right number? I mean, I never want to say there's anything that's normal, like mm-hmm. you should have it. It's whatever yeah, that's right what you. I want to know, Emily. What What do you think? I mean, I think that couples who have more sex more frequently, and this study says too, are happier. Like if it's once a month, it's probably not enough. Right. And they've even said, well, if you both agree to it, but then if you're both agreeing to once a month, then you're not connect. You need that you intimacy. Need be- the intimacy is the glue that keeps you together. So true. And from being roommates, which I always say. And so this study says... Um, the majority of married couples are having sex a few times per month or once a week. And past research corroborates this. Hitch couples had sex 66 times a year or a little more than once a week. So mm. it says that, uh, and single people are having a lot less. But I'm wondering, like, because I was thinking, like, the single, they're, maybe they're talking to singles, like, because if they were talking to singles and singles, like, we have a lot less sex. Right. Singles have it like once every few months. It could have just been in that month because when you're right. single and then you meet someone new, then you have sex eight times a day. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. So I'm not sure, but that I believe all this. Listen, I'm I'm jealous of the single life right now. I know, oh, but see, I, it is the grass is always green. Grass thing. All it's green. so yeah. true, like, but, but um, it's interesting. Like I want my girlfriend to get hick, hooked up. I want to meet her. Yeah. You should all go out. Yes. I want to meet. I need yes. more single women here. Yeah. Okay. I do. Yeah. Like yeah. I. This she, is my year of not working as much either. Like oh. having a social life. Yeah. I Getting know. out there. Getting out there. I mean, mm-hmm. I do it, but not enough. <laughs> but um, so. And you're going to stop dating pe- people that you're not interested no, in. No, I like this guy now that I'm dating. Okay. Who, who can I? Who, yeah, totally. Yeah, so, no, I mean, he is a guy that I've been dating casually for six months around. And it's been. Wow. That's a long term relationship for her. Wow. It's so, been so casual. How is casual? What does that mean? Like you hear from It means from we're him. not. Yeah, we're not like committed, right? Seeing mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. um, and but like, there's times where you don't hear from him for a while. Yeah, and, and then, then it got a little weird because you can only do that for so. So we were friends first, right? And I actually met him looking for apartments when I moved here. Mm-hmm. He was just moving from San Francisco as well, so that was like our connection, like San Francisco. Oh. And then we just became friends, mm-hmm. and then eventually we slept together. Mm-hmm. And it was um, interesting because I could, and then I realized it was very casual, and it was the point where. 
it wasn't as consistent. And then I was like feeling like, and I'm so not the girl, like I've never had the talk. I've never been. Right. But then I felt like this doesn't even, I actually liked it better when we were friends because you we were more open. And now it's like, I know you have a date. That's fine. Just tell me. Because I'm the kind of person like, let's, let's talk about it. Let's right. be open. And right. it wasn't as much. But now, weird. but did he not want? Did yeah. he did he want to date you more, or did you? I mean, how, no. I See, like, this is the thing. I, we never talked about it because I just I didn't. That's the. But now we did, right? And then we just then we thought, okay. I mean, it's not. We decided that we're just gonna you know see what happens. It's evolved more to the sense. Wait, of, are you guys going steady now or what? What's um, the deal? We're going steady. No, not exactly, but we're more communicative about what we want and if we are seeing because mm. it was kind of like this elusive. Mm. But the, the point is, mm-hmm. what happened here, and this is what I told him is like I finally I had to be the one that to bring up the talk, which I've never done. And it was more of the talk. I'm like, this is the talk, but without like what I know how it's going to end. It's just that, or how I don't have a, a foredrawn conclusion to this. It's just that you can be like friends with benefits. You can be anything for a while, but all relationships have to move. Like they have to move and it, to evolve. Right. Otherwise, it just gets boring. Your right. friendships evolve. Menace and I have evolved. We're like an old married couple. Yeah. Like, you know, girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, we get right. closer and closer. Right. That's what's so exciting. But if it's just we're going to hook up every few weeks, we're not. It gets kind of you know. It's like Woody Allen said. Like you know, relationships have to keep moving, or they're you know, what do you say? Like they're a shark, a dead shark. Wait. Oh, he said. What did he say? He said mm-hmm. um, relationships are like a shark. You have to keep moving. And he said, and what we have. On our hands as a dead shark when he was, oh. it was in Annie Hall. Uh, anyway, all right, you're, talk, you're still talking like a politician. What was the end result? The end result of the was <laughs> that we really like each other and that you know what? You're gonna it, stay how you are. No, we're not. We're gonna um, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna talk more about what we're we're figuring out. They're com- communicating <laughs> more. They're communicating. See, I don't want, we're communicating more. Right. And we weren't communicating because we were just like playing it cool. And I'm really busy and I was dating other people and he is too. And it's, that still could happen. But I said, I said we can't keep doing the same thing. I would like to at least talk about the fact like, are you dating? Am I dating? Like, are we going to make plans? And then he wasn't, he, you know, we should just make a plan. Right, right. I can't, I can't, don't, why'd you ask me about this? <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. You, it's fine. The point is, it's evolving and I like him <laughs> and that's all. all I'm right. not, that was, can we just cut that? Yeah, I mean, what the running. hell? I'm okay. never going to Okay, so let's keep going. Running for Senate yeah. later. Dude. Hey, Emily, does it, bo- <laughs> does talking about married, uh, you probably know the answer. No, I like but it. talking about married life um, bore you? No, I love. Okay, dude, this is what no. I do for a living, and I it's know. so funny because I'm fascinated. By, I feel like I help. I'm fascinated a lot by of people. single life. Well, we could just we're swap stories, but I think it's fascinating, and I love helping people. It's funny because you're like, "How can you help? What do you know? like?" Listen to me tell my like half whatever story, but I find it fascinating, and I think yeah. that I could help a lot of people because, and I'm just interested in how people make it work because I actually started this podcast because I was really cynical about relationship I mean coming from a family of divorce and all that stuff I just thought four divorces mm. I mm. thought I'm going to get to the bottom of it I want to understand how what makes relationships work and what right. doesn't so when it started as a podcast it was just me interviewing married interesting. yeah and I'm Very fascinated yeah, by I'm it fascinated because, by it too. and I think there is a science to it there is a you know it, it does all come down in communication mm-hmm. and sex if you mm-hmm. stop having sex people are like oh it's okay because you know we'll get to that after the kids go to college no. we'll get to you got to keep it going you got to gotta give the blowjobs yeah. you got to have the chemistry yeah yeah and you got to work on it yeah. so um okay the next one was sex is discreet pretty discreetly correlated to satisfaction in marriage so um, men and women, it says, for instance, one study of Australia note that men and women who were dissatisfied with their frequency of sex were also more likely to express overall lower sex- sexual relationship and satisfaction, which makes sense. If you're having less right. sex, you're not yeah. happy. Right. And I agree. Sex is the glue. Um, and it's like we worry about so many other things like building the deck or where to go on summer mm-hmm. vacation. But the second, if you realize that you're not 
addressing it, it's not going to go away. The right. sex thing, like it's you right. let it, it's like people think, oh, it'll heal itself yeah. after the no, laundry. No, mm-hmm. it's like going to the gym. You know, you right. you sit there and you you become middle aged and you look at your body and you start going, well, what you know, I'm getting overweight or whatever. So you got to go to the gym, you got to work out or whatever. You got to like, maintain. You got to maintain, and but after you do it, it feels good. So it's like you kind of realize, like, okay, it's been a while. Let's have sex. And then after you do it, like, we should do that more often. You know, it feels good. And then, you know, then you go into this thing where you do it for a little while. And then you start, you know, he's busy. He's gone. And, uh, yeah, I mean, but you're right. It is the glue. It really, it really Once it goes, because I'm sure when you had kids, too, it was probably hard to get it, keep it going. Yeah. I mean, with. Twins. Twin boys. Yeah. Twi- boy and girl. Boy oh, girl. boy and girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were yeah. boys. Twin yeah. boys. Because like, oh she's like a boy. That's why. Is she? <laughs> oh, my like, God. Ugh. I mean, that's you got your hands full. Right. Yeah. But I always say that it is like going to the gym and then today I was like, I always say that. So what's another analogy? I was thinking about a lot of times people ask me to do things, you know, go out to a concert or meet for dinner. Mm-hmm. And most, and my first reaction is always like, like, usually it's like, no, can I get out of it? Like, I don't like making kind of commitment right. around issues. Uh-huh. But then I thought, I've never regretted and like, I don't have a lot of regrets, but very rarely have I been like on the fence about something and then I went and I was like, that sucked. I shouldn't have yeah. gone out with those people or gone to that concert or gone to the gym right. or had sex. Right. You're not like, why did right. I freaking have sex? Right. right. So I just feel like when you're thinking that in your head, like just like, say yes. Say yes, yes to the blowjob. Say yes. yes to the sex. It's all a decision. It's boils it down is. to decision. In the moment by moment, mm-hmm. making decisions mm-hmm. that are healthier for your relationship. Right. Yeah. Can I go back real quick? Because yes. she kept on saying, uh, <laughs> I'm fascinated by the single life. Yes. Now, is it just. Just because, is it kind of like if you're watching Sex in the City and you just want to see all the juicy stories no, I'll that tell you want to hear about it? No, I'll tell you yeah. what. My um, best friend, well, two of my best, the closest girls to me are both single. Mm-hmm. One is she lives in Malibu and she's happy to be single, mm-hmm. but she's she's gorgeous and she has, I think she has a little bit of I- intimacy issues and she has a wall, but she doesn't meet anybody though. That's the problem. Like she doesn't. She's, she's a little bit, too. She's in isolation. Yeah, and, and so it's hard for her. Would she be like lonely? She doesn't yeah. get lonely oh. at all. That's wow, just that's not, crazy. I know. That's the yeah. She's and she's very close to me and my kids. She loves my kids. So thank God for her. And then my other girlfriend, I grew up with, and you know, I saw her get married. I saw her have the kid. They had the kid at eighteen months. They got a divorce. Uh, he wow. wa- he wanted the door. She didn't, mm. and he moved on and got you know into another relationship quick. And she had like you know five years of trying to deal with oh my god what you know my whole life has right. changed. All she wanted to do was be a wife her whole life. Like I just want to be a mom and a wife. And she's completely changed now. She's worked on herself. She went to therapy. She goes to the gym and all that kind of stuff. Her hair is brighter blonde. <laughs> she lost weight. She looks great. And now she's like completely a different person. Like she's like, let's go. Like, you know, I want to go meet people. And I'm with her. Like, I'm excited for her. Like, I want her to meet. And we went to New York and we had a blast. And we we sat. It was a so impromptu. It was one of these things that happened like, oh my God, we we that th- these people we went to the Howard Stern studios dropped Fun. off Mangria okay uh, Mangria wait we yeah. didn't even talk about that yeah no, that's fine okay. and, and <laughs> we dropped it off for the Stern family and then uh, we asked them where should we go for happy hour they said downstairs is Del Fresco you should go to the restaurant we went there we sat there from 4 35 o'clock on a New York rainy day until midnight. Wow. And we watched guys come and go, and we people watched. And mm-hmm. she sat across from me, and literally there was a, a group of guys that were talking. There was about five of them in the group. And I said, 
Suzanne, I turn around and look at these guys, and she turned, and we not one, uh, not one ugly They're guy. Such, they were such good-looking men I, in suits. Maybe it's and, the suits. I love the it suits. It is the suits. It, that, it does. Just go buy a suit, guys. Yeah, I mean, every, if you go, yeah, guys need suits. Go buy a black suit. And so they're all standing there. And, and then she's like, do they have wedding rings on? And I'm like, well, two of them don't. No, two of them don't. And then the two that didn't, you know, we kept, well, I, then what do you do at that point? She's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, just go smile. talk, just go talk to them. And then, so I don't know. I'm like, fat, like, should I go talk to them? And we didn't, we just sat there and watched and we watched guys come and go. And in New York, they're so, guys are so different because they're, they seem more genuine. I think that they're, everybody goes to New York because they want to work in the finance industry right. or, you know, and they want to build a family. They want a family. And people that come here, guys that come here, are Peter Pans. They don't want that. It's so they, true. They're the opposite. They want to be a model or whatever. An or actor. An ex- actor or an executive. I mean, it's... It, you know, at a network, it's or an agent. It's like it's like come on, it's, it's so true. superficial and uh, yeah. blah. And guys in New York, you just you know they're just normal like guys. And they ask you and out in New York too. They, oh, they they're very you? direct. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. have guys. So did she me meet out. a guy? <laughs> she met a guy. Yeah, she did. She met a guy, and she just had fun. Like she was just talking with him, and she talked to him. Like I got tired at midnight, and I left, right. and she stayed, and my other girlfriend was there too, and she. I want to go. On I know. Right? Trip. <laughs> Next time I'm going Let's on the girls' go. trip, I oh always my, God. my Emily jaw would drops. Emily right over to start talking to the guys. No, I just stop talking. But so back to you, Minister. Your question is that's I'm fascinated. I, mm. I love, like, because I haven't been single in a long time, mm. but I can live vicariously through my girlfriend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what you know? excites you. Yeah, to hear it's the exci- story. Yeah, totally. My friends do that yeah. too. I'd be like, how's your marriage? They're like, tell me about you. And I'm boring. Yeah. But I love hearing about what's because I want to, like, right. help or listen or anything. Right, so right. it's. Right. But I want to hear about you because you're having fun. You yeah, know? I am having fun. And I just told a really bad story about my guy, but because it's, it's, it's evolving in a way that I can't right. articulate. Ask her about some of her but old stories. I'm fascinated. No, but, you know, Emily, I'm fascinated by. How um, successful that that you are, and how busy you are, but yet you you date so much, and you meet so many guys, and you have. I do. Well, it I seems guess so. like yeah, you do. I guess I get asked it out here. It seems like you there. do. Yeah. yeah. I, and and you guys and you have you have a lot of sex. It seems like I, I don't do. know. You do, and it's like <laughs> it's. I, and I love like who who do we know that's open about that? Like totally yeah. open, beautiful girl, successful. Mm-hmm. Hey, here I am. I have a lot of sex. Yeah, I have a lot of sex and a lot of sex toys. And a lot of sex toys. I mean, that's fascinating. fascinating. She's very outgoing and very approachable. Yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is, too. So guys feel comfortable to ask her out. I mean, I find it exhausting and draining being around (laughs) her more than five hours. But I think that's why I think a lot of, you know, she's not off putting. Right. You know, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm chill. Definitely. Yes. Where you can find, as a man, you, you can find a lot of women that, off-putting they seem like they, they're not even interested to even be around anybody, well that's what i'm know? trying to train my girlfriends suzanne to not look she's not off-putting but i she's shy right yeah. so it's like don't look don't look like you're you know stuck yeah. up or whatever right. you it's know practice so, so this she's is like what do you want me to do well, what do i do Should <laughs> I relax? what do i i'm like just relax <laughs> it's so funny because i was just talking to single, i feel like all my friends are single now but she was saying the same thing she goes i think that guys think and she's beautiful smart mm. she's i think guys think i'm stuck up and i think guys are, are intimidated and she's the sweetest i said you know what you got to do she was but i tried it 
she told me this. She said, I went into Starbucks and I smiled at some guy. And I just smiled. And then he came over and he was like, You have really nice legs. And she's like, I wasn't into him, but I realized no that legs. I'm so lost. She does have nice legs. But then I said to her, That's what you got to practice. I'm like, I want you to five times a day, like when you walk into a public, put your phone down, smile. Because men probably think you're not approachable because you're hot and you're mm-hmm. like, probably have a rushing right, and you're right, on your phone. Right, right. So I think the phones are also That's a another thing. Yeah, Don't definitely. sit Get there the and look at your phone. Just say Just hi. There. Right. Smile, and right. that's you know. And I actually, one of my things that I, I truly, and I've been this way since I was a kid. I love meeting people. Like mm. I can go into a room. Where, my favorite thing is going to a party where I know nobody or a room wow. by myself. It's interesting. I know because I, I, I just truly like, I'm like, who are you? Who's your story? There's no one around me there. Like, oh, have you met my boyfriend? Uh-huh. He's really, he doesn't mm. talk to people. Uh-huh. I gotta worry where he is. You know, no, it's me <laughs> alone. Right, I can right, right, do whatever. Right, and I just right. I love just right. story people. I love connecting. It's wow. like it gives me juice. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. I've always liked that. But people, a lot of people aren't, and that's just people got to work on it. Right. Put down the phone. Yeah. Smile. Yes. Put down the phone. Smile. Put down the phones and yeah. goddamn smile. And guys, I mean, what? What city does she live in? Is it San Francisco? She lives in LA. Oh, LA, okay. Ugh, the poor Whoa. single girls in LA. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for my single friends in LA. Yeah. I really do. Well, I'm like, go to Chicago and meet somebody. No, it's, this, you love Chicago. I, I love, love Chicago. Women. <gasps> well, I always love tell my, guys. my buddies uh, also who live here on the coast, like, they have problems also with meeting women. I'm like, dude, travel to like the Midwest or something like that. You're not going to have any problems because the women there are so approachable and yeah. nice and they're like genuine. Well, that's you know? how we feel about yeah. the guys. That's yeah, how yeah. us girls feel about guys in the Midwest. Like mm-hmm. I told her, I said, go to Chicago. I have family. Go see mm-hmm. my sister. Are you sister. from Chicago? No. Oh, but no. it's amazing if you're, I mean, visiting. From yeah. fucking LA, sorry. Yeah. No, I was born in Cleveland, but my family moved right. here when I was yeah. like seven years old, so Which, I grew up here. Midwestern guys are nice, but I get bored. To meet people, just friends at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think, Emily? I mean, what? what, what? I think that as far as dating or, or like what, as far as like where where okay, what so city has great guys? It's so hard because every town that people live in, they say it's the worst town dating. Like New York's like, oh, every guy's just like you know working for his career, and women are always chasing the bigger, better deal. They say L.A. every guy's chasing the bigger, better deal. San Francisco, no one asks you out ever. I'm like, they, the guys there check their balls at the Golden Gate. Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, super shy. Yeah. And so I don't, what, what is the best? I honestly believe that wherever you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. And that you can find someone wherever you're at. I don't care if you're like in Des Moines. I mean, I'm from Michigan. People find love. And you just got to put yourself out there. And it's so easy to blame it on the city. But what are you doing lately to mm-hmm. meet someone new? Mm-hmm. If you're doing the same thing every day and you're not changing up your mood, your pattern, doing something different and putting yourself out there where you might be a little nervous to go to a party that you don't have a date for, but you got invited, go. Yeah. Well, you're not going to die. You, you sound like my husband. Adam says the same Does thing. Does he? Yeah. yeah Adam says, these people that say, I can't meet anybody. It's like, no, you can. There's go. billions yeah. of people. And you're going to find somebody, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you really... got to put effort into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do. And so I'll talk to your sister. We'll all have drinks. Yeah. It'll be fun. For sure. I really, yeah. I, I really Come enjoy with, you can join us. We're going in Burbank <laughs> after this, but I mean, I, I, yeah, I would. Burbank. But um, awesome. no, we no, we have to get together with my my. No, we are. We're going to do that thing, yeah. and we're going to do our live show. And then I was going to ask you. So I mean, you know, I had some sex questions for you, but you go can ahead. Do it. No, I want to know first of all, um, how's it going? With, we talked about the G spot on your show because yes. I brought you a special toy too. Yeah. Yes, my whole life I've you know heard about it, but I, I'm always the girl that has the orgasm. You know, literally, right. that's good. So, at I, least you can have that. A lot of women can't. Really? Oh, yeah. 
Really? But during intercourse, you can? And, uh, yeah. That's hard. Okay. Well, yeah, but, but I need help. Yeah. It's, right. Yeah. Well, it needs to be stimulated. Right. Of course. Right. Okay. So, but I, the G spot, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Do okay. I? I brought you such a goodie bag here. Okay. <laughs> I brought you. She did. Yay. No, wait, look. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, the other thing she's going to freak. Yeah, yeah. But this is the Jeju. So this is my favorite I've heard brand. you talk about this. Okay, so this is, I talked about the Mimi, which is the clitoral one, which if you like that. And this is the Uma, and this is like all about G-Spot. It moves. It, it, it's, oh, my God. I'm and so it's excited. rechargeable, and it's beautiful. Oh, like, you're just going to live is. for it. It looks beautiful. Thank you. And then I got some other stuff that we'll go through. Thank you. You're welcome. Show and then awesome. you get about G-Spot. Show the really cool okay. thing, though. That's, That's awesome. awesome. I'm That's very pretty, excited to get this. Okay, so do you know about my Oh, my God. Of course, I hear about it all the time. No so way. So I got you one. Oh my God! Thank it's the you. Crave. Thank you. Oh my God! I have the crave. The crave Vesper, and it's um, yeah. I mean, look at it. It's Love like it. I know. I hear you talk about it all the time. I went on your website and looked at it. I've been wanting to buy it. Um, I just, oh. And I was talking to you yesterday. Crazy. I'm like, okay, so wait, no, tell me what kind of vibrate, because I already got something else you're going to love, but I need to know. I love it. I know. I'll show you how it works. It's oh really cool. God. It's already charged, too. Really? Yeah. Great best part. So check it, check it. Best. I hope you, I know. Well, I'm going to have a fun wow. ride. Some sitting in traffic. What did you want? Did you want one? <laughs> It's like uh, Christmas here or something. I know, totally. Christmas. I know. Um, okay, we got to wrap it up. We've I know. Like, this is Time awesome. flew by. It was I so know. Awesome. I'm so it glad you're here. I could talk forever. I know. You're going to come back on. I would love to. I and would then love we're going to do our live show. So, do... oh, and I have to give all of your, your info, which is adamcarolla.com to listen to it, which yes. is C A R O L L A. Yes. Thank you. And then <laughs> Lynette Carolla, at Lynette Carolla on Twitter. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, it's all on Facebook.com slash Lynette Carolla. Yeah. Instagram, and we'll have this all on our site as well. Thank you. And for Crying Out Loud mm-hmm. is your podcast. Yeah. Check it. It's a really freaking hilarious, funny podcast. It's popular. Thank Congratulations you. Yeah. on that. Thank you. Thank and Mangria. Mangria. Yes. Wait, I've never had it. I just hear Adam Here, talking. Here, I have it for you. I've been hearing about it for, for a while. years. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, well, we should have poured some. Uh, I know. Oh, um, but, um, yeah, I have, here's the white, here's the red. Um, well, mix it a cocktail and not okay, white wine. You know, I'm telling you, it's really strong. It's, it's, um, ni- that's all it's we need to know. 19, ni- <laughs> 19 proof, what do you call it? Wow. Uh, yeah. And, um, oh my God. it's not, it, it will, you'd have like one, you pour it over ice, it's ready to pour, pour it over ice, and one drink just melts. When I come home, like after a day of like stress, have a glass of that, and all your stress just melts after one I glass. I need a stress where, melter. Where is it available? It's, it's available at, um, at BevMo, um, a lot of lot of our retails it's doing well, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Just go to Mangria. Yeah, go to nice. Mangria.com, CorollaDrinks.com, and click in your area. You'll find it. Yeah, it's. it's I'd everywhere. like to pour that over something right now and drink it. Oh, something cool so, so for our next so, show, and then we'll be at do our drunk show, which we yeah. just talked about. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lynette, thank you. Oh my God, I'm like, so glad. Thank awesome. you so much, Menace. Nice oh, to meet yeah, you. Nice I know you Menace is better than she thought in her brain. And okay, I have a few announcements I do that I'm trying to like. I know I do a lot of them at the beginning, so now I'm moving to the end you guys okay. you like that you happy okay <laughs> we need interns we love our interns it's a really i'm just gonna say it's a good gig you get, you get sex toys you mm-hmm. get a lot of sex information we have a good time so email us feedback at sex with emily.com send me your um resume and a cover letter why you want the job seasoned sex and relationship writers needed please email us again feedback uh because at sex with emily because we um we'll, we'll promote your stuff mm-hmm. and we'd love to hear from you 
and uh, newsletter. Sign up for our newsletter if you like our show. I tell love your, your friends newsletter. about it. I love your newsletter. Thank you. I always thank I get you. excited when I see it. I know I seem like a kiss ass or whatever. No, but, but, but I, it's true. It's like you know. It's like not like a bullshit. Like I'm, no, I, I get your your new your newsletter it pops up in my inbox. I'm like oh, and then I can't look like my my daughter sitting next to me. I'm like get away from me. I'm yeah. trying because the pictures are so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay, yeah. So sign up for a goddamn newsletter. Yeah. And I'm review. Uh, Review us on iTunes if you like us. Um, if you don't like us, you know you don't have to, but no, you can do whatever you want. Um, thank you, Menace. Menace, you are Instagram, Twitter, M E N A C E across yep. the board. That's it. Um, thank you, Madison. Produce the show. Love you. And thank you, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, everyone, flashlight. It's time for your flashlight story because it's the number one sex toy for men, which is perfect because it's really the only one that you want. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could actually feel the pleasure of having sex anytime, anywhere, and you don't have a partner? The fleshlight simulates the sensations of real sex. It's like a male masturbation sleeve. So you guys have your hand. I have 18 million toys, and it's kind of, you know, you want to mix it up and try something new. So try the fleshlight. It was engineered to look and feel like the real deal, you know, kind of like a vagina or a butt, whatever you're into. It's cool. If you have porn stars that you like, they probably she probably has her uh, vagina molded. So go to fleshlight.com, use code Emily, and they have an award-winning flesh lube, and they will throw that in because you, you like to use a little lube, believe me. You want it's like having the mangria without the ice. I mean, really, you got to get the lube uh, into the fleshlight and it'll rock your world. So check it out, uh, fleshlight.com, or go to sexwithemily.com, click on the fleshlight banner, and get and use code Emily and get your lube. Thanks for listening.